Hello and welcome to a Simply Awesome Life podcast. I'm your host and worthiness coach, Helen Jane, or you can call me HJ, and I'm thrilled you're here. A Simply Awesome Life is about creating an awesome life right now with simple steps, as well as recognizing the awesomeness already present in your life today. It's happening right now, and I'm here to help you enjoy your life, understand just how worthy you already are, and finally, making sure that there's joy and fun and pleasure included, because that's our end goal. More pleasure, more happiness, more self-love, more of all the good stuff. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a Simply Awesome Life podcast. Um, this week, I've just, of course, you know, been around social media and around friends, slowly reflecting on the year. I'm seeing people's wrapped up of uh, both Spotify, and then I got a Goodreads notification saying I was in the top 25%, or I don't know exactly, I think it's 25 anyways, of readers for the year. And um, I use Goodreads to remember the books I've read, to be honest, instead of, you know, it's not a question of I need to get to that number as much as for ideas. I think they're great once you, you know, the suggested books, once you've read one, um, especially for newer books, which is something I'm still struggling to um, get to know new books that are coming out. Uh, I'm very like classic oriented girl, but this year I wanted to go a different way. So I ended up reading about 40 books. I don't know the exact number, but I'm pretty sure it is 40, maybe 45. Um, and that's with having a, a one-year-old who will now turn two in the new year. Um, so I did not know what to expect when I set a goal at Goodreads. Um, it was just, you know, it's numbers. They're fun. It's fun to think, oh, wow, maybe I could read. I think I thought 20 or 25 um, was my number. And People are like, well, why are you doing this? Aren't you against those kind of things? And I don't think so. No, because that number is not a number on a scale. It is something I can control, actually, whereas weight is just not. Um, there's so many more factors going into it. And it's also a number that I would be very comfortable with not completing. So it wasn't a hard goal that I gave so much power to, right? Sometimes we give so much power to a goal that if we don't complete that goal, then we're shit, we're bad, we're not worthy. Um, and that really wasn't how I said that intention. So I just want to let you know, it's not that you can't set a goal and that you can't have specific goals even. It's more how you approach it. And for me, 20 wasn't that, it was a lot and it wasn't in a way because the year before I had just started getting back to it uh, with, again, the first year uh, as a mom with a newborn. Uh, but I've I've been reading a lot all my life and I read pretty quickly. So Knowing that, I did that just for the fun of it. And I also mostly use Goodreads, by the way, to get uh, new book titles, new inspirations. They're really good for that. And so how did I get to read 40 books? Um, and of course, all that I'm going to talk about today is something you can apply to whatever, your life in general or a specific goal. So there are a few specific things um, that helped me. And the first was, of course... Uh, nothing is perfect. <laughs> so I did not aim for perfection when I read. And for that, for me, that means it doesn't have to be a half hour. I don't need a candle. Uh, I let go of this idea of being in my library, reading alone uh, in the evening or early mornings. Um, and that allowed me 
to read more because I used to stop myself like, oh, no, I only have five minutes. I Like the time I get the candle, by the time I start my bath or whatever else, right, um, whatever method I needed to be able to read, all of that took so much time and energy that I ended up preferring not to do that and be on my phone for five to 10 minutes. And as I said, I have nothing against phones, but I was very aware that the reason why I wasn't reading and why I was on my phone was simply because it wasn't going to be perfect. And that in the end, I was actually going to gain more from reading than being on my phone. So I let go of that perfection. And I thought, you know what, even if it's five minutes, I'm going to do it. I'm going to read. If I'm in line somewhere waiting and I have my Kindle with me, I will take it out and look at that instead of my phone because it's actually just bringing me more joy and I love to read so much. I am obsessed with reading. It's not going away, I'm realizing. Uh, And so it will always be my example on this podcast. But the point is I didn't go for all or nothing. And no matter what you want to apply this to, it works, right? If it's going to be 10 minutes, it's going to be 10 minutes. If it's going to be a quick five-minute thing, let's do it and just do it instead of thinking, no, I, it won't be perfect. I don't have the right clothes. I don't have the right equipment. And of course you can always buy that. Right. But I'm just saying before you even go there, just try it for a little bit and see what you really need. I've also really in the same vein, um, made it okay to light a candle, even if things are not perfect. I use my candles now, and that is one of the best, simply awesome decision that I've taken. Also, my kid loves it now, and it's kind of great because she insists on opening the candles, and then I'm like, yeah, absolutely, why wouldn't we, right? So it shows, just to show you, the all-or-nothing mentality can affect us in different places, whether it's reading or opening a candle and has to be perfect with the music and the background and everything. So that's my first, whatever goal you have, make sure you're not all-or-nothing because it's better to have it a little bit than to not have it at all, no matter what society tells you. The second thing is that everything counts. I cannot believe the debates online about whether audiobooks count as reading, whether short stories count as reading, whether poetry is really a book. Like, can you put that on Goodreads as a book or whatever? Um, Who cares? Was it reading? Did you get a story out of it? Was someone reading? Yes. Also, in terms of accessibility, you are extremely privileged if you think that an audiobook doesn't count because um, as a new mom, believe me, audiobooks saved my life. I think that's why also I um, really read a lot more is because I was able to do audiobooks this year. And I personally prefer for audiobooks, I mostly do autobiographies and a lot of times it's actors and or whoever wrote that autobiography or, you know, had help writing the biography, but it's about them. Um, they usually read the book and I like that. So it's more, and it feels more like a podcast, basically. Um, but it counts. And I don't care if people online are like, well, you read audiobooks, that doesn't count. Well, can I, do I know the story? Can I talk about the story? Does actually re- reading it or actually listening to someone read it bring more to the experience? Sometimes it does. So you can be in your corner. I don't understand why you'd spend energy there, but you can be in your corner saying audiobooks don't count or that even the Kindle doesn't count. Um, and you can go have fun there, but I read 40 books this year and I can talk to you about those 40 books. Um, whether I read it or someone read it to me, uh, they still count. (laughs) So, um, that again is something you can take into whatever you're going towards. 
it all counts. Whether it's a time, um, the amount of time, which is that five minutes counts. It's actually going to move you forward. It literally moved me forward in pages, right? And it's the same with whatever you're doing. If it's a simpler version or a different version than what's traditional, by that I mean audiobooks or um, short stories or the Kindle or whatever, it all counts. It all adds up. And I can see it because... In a way, it's a year where, except for twice, where I really read for about three hours straight, most of what I've, been, I've done for my reading has been 10, 15. The maximum, I think, has been 20 or 30 minutes. And yet I read 40 books. It's the most I've read books, at least since I've been, you know, using Goodreads uh, to really record what I read to remember. So, um, yeah, it all counts. And I have proof. <laughs> so I'm going to use that proof forever. Okay, with that in mind, something else that have has happened is I prioritized. So I talked quickly that uh, autobiographies in audiobook form are something I like, and they kind of feel like podcasts. But podcasts are something that took a step back this year. I cannot both read an audiobook and listen to podcasts at the same time, or listen to an audiobook, sorry, um, because it's the same time. It's what I come back from bringing my kid to daycare is when I have about 20 minutes that's when I'm going to read those audiobooks sometimes in the evenings as well when we're you know or in the weekends when we're playing for four hours with little cars sometimes I'll pop in an earphone uh, and you know listen for a little bit Um, and same thing though right it's I have a specific amount of time that I can dedicate to this and it's one or the other and so I vary in consciously chose audiobooks over podcasts and then at other periods of the year I chose podcasts over audiobooks sometimes I needed something quick something that's 15 20 minutes or you know max an hour instead of eight hours um my podcast never a lot I don't listen to podcasts more than an hour long except for one because it's just funny um but that's one thing is prioritizing. You need to be honest with yourself with the amount of time you have, the amount of energy you have, and be okay with, well, this is where I'm putting it. But for that, you need to be honest and to be intentional about it because not listening to as many podcasts is okay with me because I took the time to listen to audiobooks instead. Whereas if I was only focusing on not listening to as many podcasts, I'd say, oh my gosh, I'm so late on these. I have such a big, you know, to-do list about this. When in the end, it's like, oh wait, but the reason why is because I prioritize something else very consciously. So that is really something that helped me this year. And then the other one is also actually, I was going to say it doesn't adapt as easily, but it actually does. I DNF books all the time. And at first when I heard that term, I thought it was sexual, (laughs) but it is not. (laughs) Um, It is do not finish. (laughs) It's a way of uh, talking about that thing that is so taboo in the reading world and in other parts of whatever you're trying to get started. I am okay with not finishing a book anymore because here's the thing. I am not going to finish that book no matter what. And it's going to take me three weeks to do it or I'm going to accept it and move on. Because, and I'm, if you've read, you know this, I'm just going to read less and less because I don't like the book, but I have to finish the book. So instead of right away moving on to a book I actually want to read that is good, I'm going to keep using that time 
reading a book I don't like, losing the motivation to read, and then rethinking my whole being of why don't I like reading anymore? Or why is this no longer fun? And it's because I'm putting so much pressure on myself. And the point is, this doesn't work. (laughs) I'm doing this for me and to have fun. And if I don't like a book now, I don't care. I'm just not going to finish it. Not every book is meant for everyone. I won't know until I've read it. Same thing goes with for any hobby you have that you want to start. You are not obliged to finish it if it doesn't work out. You want to try knitting? That's amazing. But you also, if it does, turns out doesn't work, doesn't work. That's fine. And move on to something else. Try and find something that makes you happy instead of this knitting knit right like being in a corner just staring at you and because you're on that you can't start anything else so now if I don't like a book I just don't finish the book and it doesn't mean I'll throw it away or give it away it is going to be more I'll leave it on the side and just move on and if I want to try and revisit it at another point in time because that's the other thing sometimes it's just not the right moment in time um, I just leave it aside and then I'm like, oh, let me try this. And after a while, I'll be like, nope, that's just really not for me. And then I'll give the book to someone. Uh, I am someone who still has some physical books and who who keeps them. I do use the library as well. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I also still have uh, books that I love and I have a library that I love to collect books in. I don't know why I shared that, but there you go. <laughs> and then I've already talked about the last one because it kind of goes in line with the DNF is I read what I like and what I like changes and that's okay. I am not reading to impress anyone. I am not reading to know more about a specific subject that I should know about. I'm reading to because I want to, because I want to learn about a certain subject or because I want to have fun. And so before I choose a book, I kind of have different, again, like I said, I have the autobiographies and just biographies in general. I do like them. Um, Autobiographies are just fun for audiobooks because you get to uh, listen to the person mostly. But I have those. I do love biographies that are very historical. I love history. I have more of the science fiction type of book. And then um, I have you know, the Goodreads recommendations of the year kind of books. And I just read the story and that's the other beauty. And again, this is not sponsored. You can find other apps or I used to write them down on my phone, like on a list of what I want to read. Uh, I just would always lose that list. So I decided to just make it now. I don't, I don't make it a choice. I decided once I'll go on Goodreads and write, like want to read. If someone tells me this is a good book, instead of opening an app or trying to remember for later, I literally in the moment, I'm like, nope, I'm right now going to put this in want to read. Um, and it's okay if in the moment I don't want to read it. It doesn't mean I'm never going to. It's okay. And I read what I like. I don't read what everyone's saying. Oh, you should. Same thing with movies. Oh, you should watch this. Oh, you should read this. It's like life changing. Certain people, of course, that I have similar vibes (laughs) when it comes to reading. If they tell me like, Helen, this book is really good. I'll be like, cool, I'll check it out. But also if I don't want to read it or if I don't like it, I'm either not going to start it or I don't need to finish it. Taking that pressure off is everything. Okay, we can't be everything for everyone. And so you need to be able to respect you and also still feel worthy and good enough. Because the fact that you want some lighthearted romance does not make you a bad person, does not make you less serious than someone else. Don't care about that. Who cares? Why are you doing this? And if it's to have some fun, to add some color to your life, 
then do that. If it's to escape, then find the right book that helps you escape. Probably won't be a biography. (laughs) And it's okay. There is no judgment passed on you. Because in the end, if what you want to do is read because you like reading, find out why you like reading. And it's better to be reading that than not reading at all if it brings you joy. Okay, so those are the ways that I read my 40 books this year. And those are very practical and very real, by the way, something that I've had to even talk myself into sometimes because I still have that voice sometimes that says, no, it's not the right moment. It's not perfect enough. And then I have to go in and be very aware and think, nope, it is the right moment because I have five minutes. That's why it's the right moment. It's also the right moment because it's now. So hopefully that can help you for any future goals you had or reflecting on your year. And again, no judgment. Just curiosity, that's really what's important here. If we bring shame into it, it's not only not fun, it's not going to work. It literally will not work. But I hope that you got something out of this and that you understand that this isn't just about reading. There are many different ways you can apply those um, theories. I'm blanking. It's really early when I'm recording this today. (laughs) Um, But I really hope that principles, that's the word. I really hope you can get something out of it and that you understand how much you can apply this, these principles to other parts um, of your life. And also it's right after Christmas for the Christians. So happy Christmas if you celebrate it. And also just to everyone out there, I hope that The week coming up with the 26th, 27th, and 28th, that one of those days you may have reserved for rest. And that as much as, you know, it's kind of that in-between week, find some way to get a little routine in and really give yourself some grace and some love. All right. Have a good week. Thanks again for taking the time to listen to this episode. If you want to follow me for more content, more motivation, I'm on Instagram at HelenJaneGrourke underscore coaching, or you can visit my website, www.HelenJaneGCoaching.com. There's a newsletter on there as well as other free resources that can also be game changers. And before we leave, remember, you are already worthy of living a simply awesome life.